Well, hello, hello. How are you doing? This is S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast. How are you doing? Episode number 429. Now, for those of you who've been listening to me for a chunk of the eight plus years I've been doing this, uh, hello to the new people, by the way. Hello to you and some new people coming along. You know that there's been many, many times when I was actually trying to record an episode. I had it all planned out. I knew what I wanted to talk about and all of that crap. And I was ready to do my thing. And then something would happen in my real life or something would happen. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, uh, I completely changed what I was going to talk about. Uh, the whole <laughs> the whole podcast would change, and that's what happened today, because I was kind of in a bad mood when I was about to record the podcast a little earlier. Something happened, and, um, you know, something happened right before I started to record that kind of changed things, changed how I felt, and I'm going to explain what I'm talking about. Because basically what I was going to talk about is how sometimes you have people around you that are huge pains in the ass and they get in the way of the things you want to do. And I was kind of bummed out a little bit, a little down, but something just happened. Um, You know how sometimes you have people at your house and maybe they don't normally live there. Or maybe they're just guests for a short period of time and say... In this particular case, they're relatives of yours. They're at your house. They order something, but they're all the way up at the top of the house and you're all the way at the bottom of the house doing something else. So instead of having them run all the way downstairs, you just take care of something for them and then they'll get back to you later. Like they order food, right? You don't know that they ordered the food. You go to the door. There's a delivery guy there and he has the correct address and he has the correct contact name. So, you know, someone ordered the food, but they don't know the food is here yet. So you decide, eh, let me just pay for this crap and they can pay me back. But here's the thing. Everybody knows in my house, if you order something from my daggone house, you will be tipping the person bringing the stuff. We have established that rule. We also have established the percentage or the amount for certain, you know, if, if it's a, if it's $20, you tip this. If it's 30, you tip that and so on and so forth. So I know what they would have tipped because I put the law down. So this person says it's cost this. I say, okay. Then I gave him the appropriate tip. And he drives away and I put the food on the table and I'm about to call them and tell them to come down and get their grub, they get their grub and bring my damn money. Right. And then I remember the number the guy said and the amount I paid and the amount I tipped. And when I looked at the number that was actually on the food, I looked at the number and went, oh, duh, because it wasn't the same number. One of the numbers in the dark did look like another number but it was a number that was larger than the actual amount for the food so i overpaid and overtipped and i wasn't going to make the person upstairs pay me back for being stupid i should have looked at the thing and said let me see that right there blow because under normal circumstances i would have said let me see what let me see what it costs even if they told me what it costs i would have looked at it anyway because i'm that type of guy <laughs> you're damn right so it was my mistake and i was mad oh i was not upset with my, i was upset with myself right and I walk down the steps as the guy was driving away and I'm waving the, the, the slip in my hand and he just pulls off. Oh, 
And you know how things go through your mind when you get upset because I overpaid by a little bit. If you understand what I'm saying, because the number was wrong and I called the number that was on the slip and I kept getting an answering machine. Oh, oh, wait a minute. You call the house to say some foods outside and all of a sudden you don't answer the phone. Oh, 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 you know what was going on in my mind. Oh, I was mad. Oh, I'm looking at the slip and I'm going, I know one thing. Ain't nobody in my house going to order from that place again. I know that much. Like when you're going to call my house and say, come to the door, I'll come to the door, give you some money. You won't give me the wrong number. Oh, I was making up in my mind all sorts of conspiracy theories about how how this guy was a mastermind and he said, ha ha ha, I bet it's Anthony lives there and I'm going to rip him off for an amount of money that is actually more than he wants to pay. Ha 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 ha, I'm going to go to college off of these few dollars. <laughs> right? And I'm sitting there the whole time going, I'm never shopping from that place again. I'm never going back to that place again. Nobody from my house is going to go to that place again. I should drive to that place and see if I see that guy and pimp smack the crap out of that bastard. I should do that. I'm not going to do that because I don't want to go to jail. Also, I'm not a violent person, but you know what I'm saying. Oh, the evil thoughts in my mind. Hello? Oh, hey. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, I just looked at the slip and I realized I... I said the wrong number, so I'm gonna I'm on my way back to your house to give you the money, man. I'm so sorry. I, it was my mistake. It was my mistake entirely. Okay. Oh, okay. A couple minutes later, the guy comes back to the house with the appropriate amount of money that I overpaid, and I felt bad because of the stuff I said about his ass, uh, and wanting to kick him in it, duh. <laughs> right. So, you know, I sh took a couple bucks off it and give gave him a couple of bucks from the money that he gave me back because I, you know, it was still a, it was still an overtip of what the hell. But the thing was, in my mind, uh, I was thinking all sorts of evil thoughts. Uh, and as it turns out, this guy was a good person. And it made me feel pretty good because this guy, you know, you could tell he was contrite. You could tell he was, he was, it didn't read to me as someone that was like, oh man, this guy's a regular customer. I better calm down. I don't want to get fired. It read like he actually knew he made a mistake and came back. And it kind of renewed uh, a little bit of my faith uh, in humanity uh, a little bit. Uh. And it was good that that happened because I'm in a better mood now because of that cat. It actually cost me two bucks to be in a better mood because I gave him a couple extra bucks on top of the over tip, even though I got the majority of the super over tip back. Right. But here's the thing. Before that happened, I was bummed out by something some people had done to someone I know, which reminded me of something, some things that had happened to me. And the whole groove was about people that kick your dream in the face. Sometimes you're around people they just don't understand the effect that they have on you. You ever just been around someone who's just so unbelievably negative all the time, right? It's like water torture. In the beginning, it's like, eh, hey, that guy's negative. That's not going to be a big deal. Maybe it's your spouse. Maybe it's your friend. Maybe it's your parent. You, I don't know. But there's somebody close to you. Because if you notice... If you go online and somebody says really horrible things about you, we've all been online so long. If we know it's either a troll or it's somebody who genuinely is an a-hole, but who cares? I don't care what some fool online says about me. Get out of my face, punk. 
But if it's your wife or your husband or your mother or your father or your best friend, sibling, whatever, somebody you actually love and care about and they keep beating you down. Wow. Have you ever been in a situation and I'm not going to mention any names. What I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to take the place of this person for the sake of argument because I don't want to give the person away. I don't want to say which because people have lived in different states. I don't want to say what state or side of the country. I don't want to say what the gender of this person is. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take it on me in this thought experiment and I'm going to reference myself because this is the the safest way that I don't slip up and leave some clues <laughs> and have the person, yo, mama, hey, what's up, man? I heard, uh, you know, I listen to your pod because I'm your friend and I'm a big fan of what you do, bro. But that uh, remedy, uh, my wife heard it also. Keep in mind, this uh, little scenario here is also masking what sex the person is because I'm not acknowledging what sex the person is. Well, my wife, because uh, you just can't assume that it's a guy I'm talking about because I said wife. Okay, calm down. Shut up. Back to me. My wife, man, is really mad at you, buddy. Because she heard it too. We were in the car listening. We were having a great time. And then you said that crap and she snapped her head to the left and looked at me, man. She know you were talking about us, man. She knows you were talking about us. Oh, so I'm negative now, huh? So I'm bringing you down, huh? So I'm crushing your dreams, huh? And man, I haven't had sex in three weeks because of your damn podcast, man. F you, man. <laughs> it really was a dude. Oops, I mean, no, it wasn't. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to, uh, well, once again, I'm going to be the personification of this. <clears throat> Maybe it was a woman. <laughs> F y'all back to me. <laughs> but you have a dream, right? It's that thing you really want to do. You want to start your own business. Maybe you want to work out and get better shape. Maybe you're working on a project. Maybe it's a hobby that's important to you. It's not something you're even trying to make money with, but you just want to do it because it means something to you. And if you have someone around you that knows you, loves you, lives with you, they should be able to understand the things that are important to you and know when to shut the hell up and not kick sand on it. I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to take on the personification of this groove, right? Say uh, you want to do something that's important to you. And every time you bring it up, your spouse, best friend, loved one, brother, sister, mother, best friend, whatever, always had something negative to say about it. Even if you come, I mean, imagine coming to them and you, you know, when you, you're really happy about something, something really positive happened to you and you want to share it with somebody. Like if somebody tells you a good joke. You know what I've been doing for my entire adult life? <laughs> I'm incredible. I really am. <laughs> Back to the story. When you somebody somebody tells you a great joke, right? And you're laughing and you just want to just groove to it, man. You, I mean, you play the tape over again. Ah, yeah, I said tape. I'm old. Shut up. And you play the tape over again. Okay, I'm not going to I'm going to stop saying tape. Give me a break. You know what I'm talking about. F y'all. Back to me. You start playing the recording again. See, recording is safe to say. <laughs> F y'all. Back to me again. You play the recording again, right? And you're enjoying it. It's hilarious and funny. Every time you play it again. Ah, <laughs> well, you play it 15 times in a row. Oh, you love it. You save it on YouTube, whatever. You save it on a playlist called <laughs> or some crap like that. You take your laptop over. Over to your significant other, your best friend, your mother, your father, or whatever you're playing. You're like, what do you think it is? <laughs> 
And they, they sit there stone-faced. That is so stupid. Why do you even like something like that? You stupid bastard. I can't believe you make me sick. Come here for a minute. Let me spit in your face. I can't believe you like Let me spit on you some more. Hold on, me get this loogie up. Good loogie. That's what I think of you and your joke. <laughs> right? And now all of a sudden, that thing that you thought was so hilarious, you go back to it, you're feeling a little tired, you're feeling a little down. Let me watch that tape that was so funny. You play the tape now, and all of a sudden, all you can think about is them loogies landing on your face. Oh, that's all you can think about. They done poisoned that funny video that you like. You come back to your house from work, Right, you are the top salesperson in the. You 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 you're so close to winning that trip to Hawaii. You come home to tell your husband's punk ass about it. I was so close to honey. I'm so close. You know, daggone well, Mabel's gonna beat you again. You always get real close to winning these damn things, and then Mabel comes up with an account and edges you out. I don't even know why you got your hopes up. He didn't even let you talk long enough to realize that your lead is so insurmountable that Mabel can't catch it this time. It's actually a foregone conclusion. It's it's a formality, right? Because you were about to say, and this time Mabel can't catch me. You didn't even get an opportunity to say that crap because his punk ass started negative eyes and the negative and negative and negative all over your crap. It's the emotional and spiritual equivalent of that last person, the last little idea got Come here for me, let me get this loogie. It's just as bad. Well, not as bad as that, because a loogie is pretty disgusting, right? And now all of a sudden you win and you come back and he's kind of, hey, you did win, right? He can't even go, you know what? I was wrong. I was so wrong. I just didn't want you to get your hopes up. I apologize. I should have never doubted you. Does he say that? No. Does he say congratulations? No. He immediately starts talking about how much fun you're having on a trip to Hawaii, right? And you go on a trip to Hawaii. But the trip has been poisoned because you're there. And every time you think about Hawaii, you think about him down planet and dissing you and talking all of that crap and making you feel like garbage, right? And then this bass is looking at your delicious body in that bikini. He's like, man, well, I'm in Hawaii with my wife. I'm about to take her back up to that hotel room and give it his business. And the whole time you're going, you know what? Oh, it's a shame. You're not getting any because I'm on my period. Sorry. And he's like, oh, damn. Well, that's okay. We still can enjoy the trip. Hey, will you mind helping me out? by? And I'm not doing that either because my jaw hurts. How about that? Damn. <laughs> exactly. But you don't need that all the time. You don't need to be around people that are going to be so negative that they just beat you down, beat you down, beat you down. I remember, and this time I'm actually not personific the personification of someone else. This is me talking about something that happened to me specifically as Anthony back in the before I was as Anthony, when I was Steve, before I was as Anthony back then. And I was hanging out with a lady. And she was my girlfriend. Yeah. Right. We we're having a great time. And then all of a sudden, as we became more serious, she became more. What's the word I'm looking for? Evil. <laughs> Evil. Every time I did something positive, I spit all on it. Every time I did something good, I spit all on it. 
The nicer I was, the mean she was. I'd have great achievements. I like a packet. I did my first. I did national TV for the first time. People are like, oh, he's this guy's great. Hey, well, <laughs> spit on it. I did national radio for the first time. <laughs> spit on that. I started headlining real clubs. <laughs> spit on that. It got to the point where I would start racking up these cool achievements. I didn't even want to share them with her. I didn't want her to know about them. I hid them bad boys. I hid positive things that happened to me the same way I would have hidden a, 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 an affair with another woman. Right? Now, granted, for the record, I never cheated on any girlfriend. Just want to make that clear. But, I mean, you know, you just hide. Like, the guys that have an affair with, with someone else, they kind of hide it. They hide it. Oh, uh, match. Oh, but hide, let me get these matches out of my pocket. Oh, oh, oh. Whole Toki, how the hell did I get stuck with that? Oh, 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 oh. Let me take a quick shower. Oh, I better not have, oh, I better not smoke too much like soap. You're going to be, why'd you wash yourself? I better rinse myself real good. Oh, 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 oh. All of that crap, right? I don't know what you're thinking. Why'd you come up with those scenarios? You really did cheat. No, it's not. I, no, no, I actually, real voice, no comedy voice. I have never actually cheated on anybody. No one will ever do that. Just want to make that clear. Back to the comedy voice, back to the sketches, back to the pots. Anyway, you bastards, right? <laughs> right? And it got to the point where I didn't want to share crap with her punk ass. And sometimes you can't be around people. You can't share things with them. Here's the mental picture of what would happen to your dreams when you share them with certain people. Think about your dreams and the things that matter to you and the things you care about. Think about them as a baby. Because when your dream is young, it's a baby, right? Sometimes people can discourage you and move you off of what you want to do with the right comment at the, or the wrong comment at the right time. You know where I really shouldn't do that. That is stupid. I've been there before when people tried to move me off, right? But once you get established, like if somebody, if I started dating somebody right now, she said, stop podcasting and stop doing comedy. I'm like, I've been doing comedy since the 80s and podcasting for eight years. Shut up. Either, either, you choose that over me, you're damn right. <laughs> right? But years ago, the right woman might have moved me off of comedy. And I wouldn't be doing, have done comedy. I wouldn't have done television. I wouldn't have been on radio. I wouldn't be doing this podcast. I wouldn't have done all the things that I've done up until this point. If I had met the right girl when I was 17 and she was like, that's stupid. You should do something else. Right? Because at that point in time, comedy was a baby. And that thing you want to do at some point, when it's beginning, when you're kind of figuring it out, it's a baby. So now, picture your dream baby, your idea baby, your business baby, still vulnerable, still needing your protection. And that other person, significant other, friend, mother, father, sister, brother, best friend, girlfriend, whatever. And you want to say, hey, here's the baby. Now, would you take your baby to somebody that was going to slap the baby in the face? Hell no. Would you take yourself to somebody who has a disease and would cough all on the baby? Hell no. Would you take your baby to someone who tried to knock it out of your hands? No. Well, guess what, my friends? Your dream is also a baby. And sometimes you got to realize there are certain people that you can't have around the baby. Now, once the baby is 25 years old and is celebrating his fifth straight 
kickboxing kung fu throat chop championship, you can introduce that person. Hi, I'm going to hit you. Oh, yeah, well, I'm going to kickbox you and chop you in the throat. <laughs> oh, God, I shouldn't have done it. You're damn right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So make sure that you don't have those people around you. Right. Now here's something else I wanted to add, I wanted to talk to you about. And this is this is this is another thing that happened to me when I was a little kid, and I, I'm curious about this because there's certain things you do when you're a little kid that are um what's the word I'm looking stupid, right? You you make little games up. Like kids have great imaginations, and they make up little games. And this is something I did when I was a little kid. I was sitting at a table. I was doing some homework, and then I was eating some cupcakes or some ice cream or some crap like that. And there was this fly that kept buzzing around my head. Bzzz, bzzz, buzzing my ear. Hey, hey, I, and it, was, it just wouldn't stop. And I'm sitting there going, why is this bug bothering me? This, there's a trash can over there. You know, go, go buzz in the trash can. You leave my, there's no food in my ear. Why? Why are you doing this? Bzzz, oh, damn. Right? But here's the thing, which is so dumb, because I remember as an adult, and this happened a little while ago. This is what reminded me of, of when I was a little kid. I had a spray bottle in my hand, and then and then the spray bottle was some cleaning fluid, and I saw a fly that was buzzing on my ear as an adult, and I saw it land on the countertop, and I took the spray bottle, and I aimed it at his little punk ass. And the, the cleaning fluid came out of the spray bottle, landed on his punk ass, and he's sitting there like, <coughs> stuck to the counter, choking. Now, do I feel bad that I walked over to the fly, got real close, and started saying derogatory things about his mama? No. Do I feel bad that I talked about, I used every kind of disgusting thing I could say about a fly's family? No. Did I use bad language when I was trash talking the dying fly? Yes, I did. Do I feel bad about it? Hell no, I don't. F em. Back to when I was a kid. See, it reminded me when I was a little kid. And you make up little games when you're a kid. And when I was a little kid, I remember somebody showing on one of those TV programs how you make a solution of soap. And if you spray the soapy water onto the fly, it would mess him up. Right? And I was home by myself. And it was, a, it was this fly buzzing around my head, the one I was talking to you about a couple seconds ago. And I went into the kitchen, and I remember that soapy water. Girl. I put some good soap in there, and I put some good water in there. Ah, ha, 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 ha. And the fly, zzz, right? And as a kid, everything becomes some kind of game, right? I literally took the spray bottle, put it to my hip like I was drawing a gun. And every time I'd walk around the room and I'd locate that fly on something, I'd pull up the spray bottle, <laughs> take a couple shots at him, but I'd miss. Oh, it became more of a game. Ah, it became kind of a war game in my mind. Ah, I saw the fly, right? There was a couch near the middle of the floor. They had moved it to the middle of the floor, but they had gone out for the day to do some other stuff. And they were going to move it when they came back. But now it was my bunker. Oh, yeah. I got behind the couch and the fly was coming. I laid down. And you know, flies sometimes fly in a circular pattern. They keep repeating the pattern. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to ambush his punk ass. Oh, yeah. And I jump up like I was in the army. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Missed them, damn. 
And then I couldn't locate the fly. Oh. And then I just sat in the chair. He is right by my ear again. Why do they do that? Why do they do that? They're as annoying as the people that I mentioned earlier on in this podcast. They just won't leave you alone. And I'm trying to figure out why is this fly bothering me? The window is open. I can smell the dog crap outside. Go outside. Right? What kind of fly is more interested in a kid's ear than dog crap outside? Right? My ear is not food, my friend. The dog crap is food. Imagine the dog made a big, wonderful pile of dog crap and your punk ass is in there bothering me. You should be out there, right? That dog crap is like, it's like having a, just imagine if you as a human being, if a five-star restaurant of your favorite foods was on a lunch truck and it pulled up in front of your house and told you, hey, person who loves my food, you have an unlimited supply of my five-star restaurant food. Come on in. I'll prepare it for you exactly the way you like it all day. It's yours, my friend. Come get it. Well, dog crap is like that for flies. There's a five-star restaurant of dog crap out there, my friend. Don't you all realize that a dog's buttocks is like a fly's restaurant? Why are you bothering me when Chateau Le Dog Buttocks is outside, is what I was thinking. Right? Fly goes by the window and I'm thinking, ah, great, he's going to leave me alone and now go to Chateau, Le Dog Buttocks. But no, he stops. He slams into the glass. Wow. This fly is a dumbass. He can smell the little wafting fumes, which are disgusting to me as a human. But the delicious aroma to him because he's a fly to me. Oh, right. Under normal circumstances, I would have slammed the door shut because that dog buttocks and dog crap outside stinks. But I want his bunk ass out. I slide up the window a little more. It's kind of heavy. I'm thinking now I guess to fly up. The fly is heading towards the window. I'm going to take a couple shots at him. <laughs> oh, I should not have done that because he was heading towards the window when I tried to shoot the, the soap at him. And to avoid the soap, he now went in the other direction. I have messed up. Damn, bastard. I go over and open the window up a little more, a little more, a little more. Ah, the fly is heading towards the window. I'm not going to shoot him this time. Oh, I guess he now knows he has a open invitation to Chateau, Chateau, the dog. Oh, damn, my neighbor's outside shoveling it up. You. Oh, ho, ho. Now all the restaurant's closed. Oh, he's using cleaning solution. He's waving at me. Sorry, kid. Sorry about that. I was a little late getting this dog crap. I'm sorry. You know, I, you know, I normally don't let this happen. That's why. You know, sorry about that, little man. Sorry, little man. I'm like, is there any way? And I'm in my mind. I'm thinking, is there any way you could put a little bit of that dog crap back down long enough for that? But I, that that would have been weird sounding. Even as a kid, I knew that. I turned back and the fly was just hovering in one place, holding a knife and a fork and a bib. Damn. The fly was just about to go to Chateau, Chateau, Chateau Le Dog Buttocks. Damn. I saw the look on his face. He had sadness in all hundred of his eyes. He probably was sitting there 
contemplating the wonderful meal he was about to have. So I put him out of his misery. Got his ass. <laughs> he hits the floor. And I'm not going to say what happens next. But it rhymes with picked him up with a tissue, crushed him and threw him into, into the trash can. <laughs> and then I closed the window. <laughs> yeah, I said it. And for those of you that are going, hey, man, why'd you kill that fly? I would have to say this. Shut up, punks. It's my podcast. And I, what I did damn near 40 something years ago is none of your business, punks. Shut up. <laughs> Moving on. So, folks, my message is this. One, don't assume that your delivery driver is a thieving piece of crap. Two, don't let people smack or spit on your dream baby. And three, if you have an opportunity to take a fly out, finish his punk ass off, he probably deserves it. <laughs> yeah, I said it. And here's something else I want to say. Thank you for listening to the Yes Anthony Says podcast. There's been new people coming along. Much love to every last one of you. If you love this podcast, and you do, do me a favor, my friends, a personal favor, and I'd really appreciate it. If you would rate and review this podcast, five stars, damn it, and tell everybody how great it is, because you know it is. And make sure you tell a friend or a family member to take a listen to the podcast or play it in your car when they're there, you know, and then have them go, and then you can go, that was fantastic. And then, of course, they'll go, well, of course, he's a delicious chocolate genius. <laughs> That's how it goes in my mind. Shut up. <laughs> Much love to you all. Spread the word. Rate and review, my friends. And I will see you again next time. Much love to every last one of my long-term bastards. And to you new bastards that have come along to listen to the podcast, you are welcome to the family. Much love to you. And I will see you again next time. Take care.